I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I just took you to your first room escape. Yeah. Wow. It's it's uh, great that you bring that up. That's our topic today, room escape. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? Um, I did. But, um, like, aesthetically, I would have wanted more. Yeah. And um, for me, like, I, I really want puzzles to be something that I'm moving or touching or finding rather than um, having to work out on, on paper, yeah. which I didn't. You know, I just kind of observed that part. Did you get to touch that rubber snake? I, d- I found the rubber snake. Nice. Where was it? Uh, it was in the treasure chest. Mm-hmm. I fin- actually, I found most of those things. Like, that was what I was good at in the first five minutes. Was finding toys. Yes. Oh, good. You had fun, though, a little bit? Yeah, I did. I mean, it also reminded me of how how much of a dummy I am. Well, come on. Roy, you're not a dummy. <laughs> you're not too you much of a, a dummy. D- you just have a different kind of intelligence. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know how to paint a stick. I'm, I'm dumb smarts. You know how to build a teepee out of painted sticks. Mm-hmm. You know how to build a city out of teepees made out of painted sticks. The trick is you build it first, then you paint the sticks. Oh, see? Yeah, that's that's the secret. Even in my imagination, I'm an I'm a construction idiot compared to you. I'm mm-hmm. not very good with my hands, Roy. Mm-hmm. Roy said that about me casually once, and it really hurt my feelings. And so now I say it all the time. <laughs> when did I say it? I don't remember. Huh? It was whenever you revealed your true feelings about me, mm-hmm. which was that you're that not I'm very good. Apparently, with your some hands? sort of a fool. Uh, well, I mean, it was probably in a sexual scenario where I said it, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, you know, would hurt your feelings. Sure. Like I, I took longer than seven minutes to take you to heaven. Uh-huh. Uh, Roy, do we, we have some old business to take care of. Would you like to take care of some old business or would you like to, or would you like to tell an anecdote? Would you like to, would you like to just shoot the shit? We we did we shot some shit uh, over in Oakland today. We went and met uh, your oh, yeah. your friend and the famous artist Jethro Martinez. Yeah, I think he goes by Jet Jet Martinez. Martinez. He's mm-hmm. a cool guy. If you've ever seen a mural in San Francisco, it was probably by him or by that guy who signs things, Siron Norris. Uh huh. That's that guy's name, right? I don't know. Probably not. It seems like a it real would be name. really weird if your name was a palindrome. Uh-huh. I guess maybe his parents were nerds. Oh, I didn't realize it was a palindrome. See, this is why I'm not good at Escape the Room. At just dumb word puzzles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be like if I had a son and named him Nasnaj. Mm-hmm. It's no good. Why not? I, that's because that's a fucked up name. Uh-huh. That kid would be so mad. What What if you named your son's Lando Calrissian? That would be pretty cool. Would it? When I tell that story, people don't believe me that it's a real story, Roy. It is a real story. I know. I keep trying to find him on Facebook or something to see yeah, well, if, he's he says, a kid. if he says, no, I keep trying to find David Kwan on uh-huh. Facebook to see if it's like, ah, in a, it's complicated because my kid is named Lando Calrissian. My relationship status ruined by my choice of name for my child. Um, he does mention him once in a while, but he just calls him by his first name, Lando. Uh, it's pretty good. I can find you proof of that. Yeah. Find a, find like a, a, a driver's license. This uh-huh. might take a few years. Sure. Man, that kid. What if he's a pretty cool kid? I'm sure he is a cool kid, but like old people are going to 
be just laughing every time they find out his name for the rest of his life. I mean, I guess eventually all Star Wars fans will die. Eventually Billy D. Williams will die, so there'll be no way for them to like reboot the Lando Calrissian character. Sure. Um Well, I think what they if, probably will. What if in the sequels, what if in the new Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. Lando Calrissian turns out to be a real butthole? Then won't David feel bad about naming his son after a real butthole? Huh. I don't think there's anything in that character that would ever make him a real butthole. I mean, just because you he think has, he just gets just older because and he turns has one redemption. Butthole. Yeah, he like gets weirdly. He's like your weird racist grandpa. Uh-huh. He hates. Uh, he hates Lobots. Right. That's true. He's racist against Ugnots. Ugh. Um, those things are gross. I bet everyone in the galaxy is racist against those little shits. Who do you think has a harder time, Ugnots or Jawas? Oh, Ugnots. Or Ewoks. Ugnats, uh, Ewok, Ewoks really? are just left to their own, you know, they, nobody cares about Ewoks. Nobody goes there. They uh-huh. just, they're happy living in their little trees. Mm-hmm. Right? Jawas, they seem to have everything figured out. Sure, they're entrepreneurs, right? Right. Ugnats seem like they're pretty good with their hands. Sure. Right? They're good at taking things apart and putting uh-huh. things back together, I guess. But look at them. They're ugly as shit. Yeah, but not to each other. Well, okay. That's fine. Also, they're all men. Well, I mean, they were all men right there, right? In the man shop. Mm-hmm. That's, you think the that man, was what, man that's what they call the Cloud City man shop? That's uh-huh. where the Ugnots work? Hey, uh, where should I deliver this package? Uh, yeah, the, uh, over at the Ugg City, <laughs> Ugg City man shop. Hmm. Boy, Ugnots. Mm-hmm. They all just look like gross, like, pig, old men. Big guys. You know how, like, old men, like, their faces grow out weird? Uh-huh. You know, and like at a certain point, your tusks. nose just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. get tusks. Did Ugnats have tusks? Yeah. They're kind of like boars. Boar face. Ham guys. They're boars. Boars. They just throw 3PO's head around. Um. So Lando, you think that's, that's a bad choice? What because if- when I first heard that, my reaction was, that's awesome. You named your kid Lando? Yeah. What did your wife have to say? And then I was told uh, she didn't know where it came from. I guess Lando's a pretty good name. Mm-hmm. It seems like a real name. But Calrissian as your middle name is just, I mean, I guess he's just Lando Quan. That's fine. It's a foreign sounding last name. So people might just believe it's a foreign first name. Sure. Right. So I guess that's mm-hmm. okay. He doesn't have to introduce himself by his full name. Lando Calrissian Quan, because that does sound made up. I mean, um, it is a foreign name because it's from another galaxy a long, long time ago. <laughs> right. It's an ancient foreign name. Yeah. Where was Lando from? I'm sure they established it in some book. Sure. It's some, some extended universe book. Mm-hmm. He was a very good Sabak player. What What was that? That was the game that he uh, lost, uh, that, he, that he won the Millennium Falcon oh, from Han right. Solo in or uh-huh. whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it was originally Lando's ship. Yes. And Han won and it. And Han won it in the game of Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. He, won, he also, it was Lando's ship on the one side of the table and Chewbacca on the other side of the table. Uh-huh. So either way, somebody's going Winner home. Winner takes all. Somebody's going home happy because they've got a Wookiee <laughs> and a place to fuck it. <laughs> oh. We do have some old business, Roy. Sure. Let, let's go to that. Uh, Blaine Nordahl writes, 
Levi's 505s are the same cut as 501s, but with a zipper fly instead of a button fly. I know this because I asked you guys what jeans to buy many advices ago, and you recommended the 501s. When I went to buy them and saw that they were button fly, I said, what the fuck? Do you have these, but not that? And the nice man said, yes, 505. So thanks. Now I have several pairs of excellent jeans. Thumbs plus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I've just gotten used to the button fly. Hmm. And it's fine. I don't have any Levi's jeans anymore. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you have instead? I don't know. Something... <laughs> Corinne bought me. Okay. Do, are they Wranglers? Do Wrangler butts drive her nuts? Uh, I don't think they're Wranglers. I think they're just like the Target Massimo brand. Okay. I realized I was wearing a shirt that was the Target Massimo brand today. You are? Yep. Huh. And I thought, remember when we were in high school and Massimo was a, like a t-shirt that cool guys would wear? Yeah. And then they grew up and got acquired by Target. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's got to grow up, I guess. Yeah, I guess everybody eventually gets some boring Even office t-shirts. job. I mean, the t-shirts turned into regular shirts. (laughs) They became polo shirts. Mm -hmm. Do you have any polo shirts? Fuck no. I think I have a polo shirt that was, um, I have two of them. I have one that was given to me by my cousins. And then another one that was like uh, an American apparel sampler. Right. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nothing cool has ever happened to or because of anyone in a polo shirt. Yeah. If it's all you're wearing... The possibilities are endless. Cool, you're going to get arrested, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, know, you can say that. You're going to get kicked out of a church. <laughs> sure. Like, you know, look, there. you didn't, you should have put a sign on the door that said, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, I mean, I guess you, if you're wearing, say, you're a, wearing a shirt, shirt and, and shoes, shoes right? yeah. You don't want to cut up your feet. Because <laughs> it's a, the church of... It's a church where they've been having a bunch of Jewish weddings. <laughs> the floor's completely covered with sure. broken glass. I stepped on some broken glass earlier because like uh, earlier I had to destroy some of uh, Kevin's roommate's important stuff. <laughs> um, I broke the I broke the coffee pot, and then you cleaned it up, and I felt like a dope. But then you did a shitty job of cleaning it up, and I stepped on well, glass. I also expected that you were gonna jump in there and you know help me out, maybe or I. I thought there was a mop, so that's the next step in the process. Why would but there then, be a mop? Because Roy, you sometimes know me, and people you know my feelings mop. about mopping. A mop How do you is feel like about a mopping? polo shirt. Uh, I don't really want to get into it. My, okay. I believe that what you're doing when you're mopping is just taking some dirt from one place and putting it everywhere instead of just in one place. Sure. And that's what you want. Mm-hmm. That is what you want. You want an even coating. It's like a patina. It's like when you have to. Um, you know, cure a frying pan. Like, like by peeing on it. Yeah, that's how I do it. Well, that's only if you fried jellyfish earlier. <laughs> Are jellyfish edible? Probably not. Uh-huh. You can make a peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich. Mm. Ah. It seems like they should be edible. No, they're named after food. Mm-hmm. They, they sound delicious. You know, I once went to um, a birthday dinner that was just my brothers and their wives and i decided to wear a polo shirt because i had one and all of them complimented me on how how good i looked because i look like one of them Mm -hmm. they were like do you want to play golf with us later bra Mm -hmm. they don't call me bra they don't i just also don't call me bro i thought that was probably spanish for something bra yeah it's a brazier roy yes we've got a lot of questions from a lot of listeners and they need a lot of advice from us and i think we should give it to them but first let's have a cocktail okay roy 
God yeah. help us. This week's cocktail is the Jaeger bomb. You know, wow. I hate Red Bull with the fury of a thousand suns, but god damn it, that is good. It is kind of good. I don't feel the same way about either your hatred or like of it. But um yeah, it's it's all right. I like I like Jägermeister. So what the, what a Jägerbomb is, if you don't know, is if if you like if it's been a while since you were at a frat party, mm-hmm. I, maybe or frat any boys party don't drink Jägerbombs anymore. I don't know who does. Uh, my brother-in-law and his wife love them. That's their favorite drink. Hmm. Anyway, you pour a glass of Red Bull and then you uh, drop a shot of Jägermeister in it and then you drink it. Mm-hmm. It's bomb all meat. in one. It's bomb right? month. It's not a sipping bomber. No, it's not a sipping bomber. No, there's no such thing as a sipping bomber. I Red Bull tastes like gum that has been in a butt. That um, is what Red Bull tastes like. And this does not taste like that at all. This tastes like a like a delicious lollipop that both amps you up and gets you drunk. And was in a butt. <laughs> but in a good way. Oh, yeah. Um, lollipop that was in a sexy lady butt. <laughs> to me, Red Bull tastes like... Um, chewable vitamin c's mm, okay like if that was a drink which as a kid i love those uh, you know what i would like i would like saint joseph's baby aspirin schnapps mm, i don't know that i know what that tastes like it's like chalky orange and sugar huh is kaopectate the thing that is which one's the chalky one is that kaopectate yeah but pepto-bismol is pretty chalky too i love how pepto-bismol tastes yeah i like it too like, I would drink that as a drink if you, you know, oh, mess, yeah, it's like mess a, with your digestive like a system. Bismuth lossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just turn. You'd, oh, Pepto lossy. You'd be shitting black for a month. Mm-hmm. Would a you? harmless darkening of the stool may oh, occur. Nay, sure. a harmless darkening of the stool will occur. That's uh-huh. what it should say. If you ever take those chewable Pepto Bismol, like huh? if you do that right before bed, you'll wake up and the inside of your mouth will just be pitch black. Really? Yeah, it's gross. Wow. I Do you guess, know what causes that? I think it's just the bismuth turns black ah. after a while. Oh, right. Okay. I hadn't. I didn't know what the bis bismol was. I thought it was like the abyss of your digestive system. Oh yeah, yeah. And peptos. Kaopectate is like the Leviathan, because that was a movie that was similar to the Abyss that came out around the same time. Yeah, I saw that as a kid, and I found it really scary. The Leviathan was really scary. Yeah, there's the creature like bites that guy in half, and no. then the camera pans underneath the his torso. It's terrible. And there's vo- the vodka gets him sick. They find some vodka on that infested Russian sub. And one of them sneaks the vodka on board the research station, and that's how the that's how the monster happens. Oh, really? He mm-hmm. turns into a... Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, because it's like some sort of weird beast infestion. <laughs> infestion? Yep. Beast mm. and fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't remember that. I also remember the one dude going up in the capsule and kind of exploding because he doesn't go through the proper decompression, which I don't know if that happens. I think maybe you just get an embolism Yeah, and I think die. you just die. Yeah. You don't, you don't slowly <laughs> pop. You turn into Violet Beauregard. <laughs> oh, it's like a less fun version of Violet Beauregard. Do they all die in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Do you not see them at the end? I don't remember. Maybe they do die. I don't know. Roald Dahl was a sick fuck. He was. He wrote some some terrible stories. He probably just killed them all. Mm-hmm. He probably actually modeled all of those children after children that he literally killed in real life. Mm-hmm. Buried his in his research yard. subjects. Yeah. 
Sean writes, I have been pretty lazy most of my adult life and have recently been going for walks to exercise and get in better shape. Surprisingly, I've been sticking with it, but I'm worried that come winter, I live in northern Minnesota, the cold and snow will keep me indoors. I really don't like the idea of going to a gym. How do I keep with it in the cold? Shopping malls. Yeah, walk around a shopping mall? Yeah. They heat, do they heat the shopping malls in uh, Minnesota? Yeah, well, I imagine if you want people to shop there. Yeah, you don't think they do, they're, they're not all open air shopping no. malls like in Arizona? Ugh, those are such bullshit. Um, what are some other good ways of exercising when it's warm? You could, uh, when it's warm or when it's cold. Okay. Here's what you do. You get a really big dryer and then treat it like a treadmill. Mm, That's a good idea. Alternatively, you shrink yourself down to the size of a baby Uh and then you can just run in a regular dryer as though it's a treadmill. Sure. But, but don't let anyone close it. Oh yeah. Cause then you'll just be stuck. You'll have to wait until you're done. Uh huh. I, there's probably something on the back of the dryer that doesn't move that you could like latch onto if you were really small like that. The whole thing moves. I don't think that's like true. the door doesn't, but the whole tumbler thing. Well, I guess there are different types of dryers. We have a dryer where the whole thing moves. Mm. Well, you could just stick to the back and kind of spin in a circle, but at least you're not getting the crap beat out of you by those fins. Ugh. Yeah. Or you could just terrible. lay down and it'd be like the Gravitron. You could keep like barfing into your own mouth. I've never been on one of those. I haven't either. I've been too scared to barf in my own mouth. I heard too many mm-hmm. horror stories when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. What else? You could um, you could get a bunch of toasters and attach them to a wall and then do jumping jacks in front of that wall. Oh, okay. To stay warm. I thought you were going to say where uh, you rig them up so that they stimulate your muscles. You've okay. seen those, right? Yeah. Yeah, muscle-stimulating toasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have breakfast afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you could just stick a couple forks into the toaster and run wires from the forks to your muscles. Mm, all of your muscles. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, box in the shower. Mm-hmm. Sh- sh- shower shadow boxing? No, you have a partner. Oh, okay. Save water that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and except- the boxing fees. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Because th- that's where they really get you. Right. The boxing. The, is it the boxing fees? Yeah. You, you just punching a dude's free. But if you want to punch a dude in a gym. Yeah. yeah. It's going to cost you. Yeah. That would be, it would be really rough to get into a fight in the shower. Yes. Because you'd slip, right? It'd be like ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate fighting. <laughs> it would be a lot like ultimate Frisbee, I guess. People always falling down and breaking their necks. I heard rumor they're they're uh, thinking of turning that into an Olympic event. Shower boxing, <laughs> shower shadow boxing. I'm telling you, it's not shadow boxing. Oh it's, right, it's right. More fun. Well, with a how do you practice though? Well, you uh, I, you have to have some so- solo shower boxing time. Stumped in the stick says. Thoughts on doing creative work for someone else? I'm writing scripts with a local theater group, and sometimes the ideas they give me don't speak to me. I don't want to be the that concept sucks guy, but I also don't want to stare at the screen and miss deadlines. How do you find the spark when it's just another job? P.S. Glad you're back. How do you? I don't know. I've never had to do it. I mean, you have to do you do commission work, right? Yeah, not enough. Um, I find it really interesting to to do. I I just kind of keep poking at it until something comes out of it. I also discuss it with my wife because she has really good ideas while I do not. And, you know, things come out of that. Conversations, actually. Yeah, so talk to, uh, next time the theater company tells you to do something that you think is going to be really stupid, talk to Roy's wife. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll have a really good idea. I actually guess I have with this educational game that we've been making over the last few months. I have, you know, been doing creative work at somebody else's direction. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of like, they will say, you know, I like this, but it could be stupider. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll make it stupider. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? A little bit. I mean, we, like we you're were dumbing making, it down. We were making a game. No, we were just making it sillier, more whimsical. Oh, like, you know, we'd, we'd pitched a bunch of stuff because when I was 12, you know what I liked? Like fucking skeletons and like running around in graveyards and like the forests were cursed and filled with ghosts and shit that mm-hmm. I wanted to play. Scary in. stories to tell in the dark, yeah, right? Like, and that is cool, but they were mm-hmm. like, no, this is all like too scary. Yeah, this is all like Warhammer for middle aged dudes, grim dark shit. Make it funny, make it whimsical. And they put unicorns barfing rainbows all over the game, like literally. They were really? like, could you replace this progress bar with a unicorn barfing a progress rainbow? I'm like, huh. nope. That one we actually refused. Because, oh, really? Okay. And then we even I told see. them, like, no, because a unicorn barfing a rainbow is, like, emblematic of the creative compromises that we're making. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. And they went for that? No, they didn't make us do it. I see. There really are a lot of unicorns barfing rainbows. That's interesting. That it, seems like an internet thing. Yep. Huh. Um, I do find that sometimes like the um, parameters being narrow get some really interesting results. Yeah, just like, do the best you can and you'll at least learn something from the process mm-hmm. of the, with constraints, you know. Even and if the constraints are like, this is a stupid idea. Like, okay, see, do the best you can with a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things start as stupid ideas and turn into uh, really interesting things. Good luck. Mike says... I park in a garage attached to my house. However, I tend to forget whether I've closed the garage door, and often I have to circle back to make sure it's closed. I've never accidentally left the garage door open, but I don't want to go back to make sure. How can I remember that I've closed the garage door after I've driven away? Just remember that you've always closed it. (laughs) Right? I mean, like, remember the literal past that has happened to you. This happens to me all the time, too. Mm -hmm. Here, in the city, there are other people's cars in the garage that I use, and I get, like a few blocks back towards my house. And I think, fuck, did I close the garage door? But of course I did. I wouldn't have walked away without closing the garage door. I've literally never done that. You've never done that. I have done that before. One time when I first moved into the house that I lived in, in Phoenix, uh, the cops showed up to my house to tell me that I'd left my garage door open. Oh, that's nice. That was weird. That's the solution. You call nine one one and ask them to check. Yeah. Could you send a? Could you send a, black and blue out to it was like a battered husband uh, <laughs> over to my house to check and see if my garage door is open what what were you going a blue coat a black and white a yes, black and, and white? A blue coat blue and white <laughs> what a blue and red i don't know like a cop car uh a cardinal no a blue jay okay a, a popo uh-huh the cardinal he's the cardinal works for the popo Car- cardinals are fi- fire trucks <laughs> okay no, seriously, though, just don't don't go back. Like, just don't ever drive back to see if you left your garage door. Also, what's the worst case scenario? You leave your garage door open, most of your shit gets stolen. Whatever. You'll get more <laughs> shit. How long could it possibly have taken you? 29 years? 39 years? Just lock the door to the house. Oh, right? yeah. And so they just get garage stuff. And yeah. everyone knows it's just a bunch of junk. And I mean, I know you have this weird thing with your wife where you make her keep all of her jewelry in the garage, but uh-huh. like, don't do that. And like, you keep your tools on her sink in the, in the, uh-huh. ba- in the bathroom. 
that's weird, Mike. You yeah, should switch st- it up. You should stop doing that. You should let her keep her jewelry where she gets dressed, and you should keep your tools where you uh, take apart Tool your transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the cheating way in order to put them back together? Mm-hmm. Je- Jeffrey Lawton, Geolaw from Podcast, says, My dad likes to paint. He's been painting regularly for almost a year, filled almost every wall in his own house, uh, loaned out a few on consignment to a local coffee shop. I think his paintings are bad, but even if they were good, they're just not my style. I think it's great my dad is enjoying painting, but how can I avoid getting one as a gift? You can't. Yeah. And, and you're going to receive it with, with uh, an open heart, open hands. Great. You'll be great. You'll say thank you. Say thank you. Yeah, just thank him and say, also, but, I'm glad you're still alive, dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I would say if my that, that's what I would say if sure. I, my dad tried to give me a shitty painting and be like, whoa, I can't believe you're still alive. Also, this painting is terrible, man. But glad you, to see you. Why don't you go back to the grave? You're not going to paint any better than this. It's probably what I would say. Oh, man. I wish my dad had made more paintings that, that he could have given me. Did he make any paintings? He made he made a lot of sculptures. He uh, you know, I have sketches that I mean, they're paintings, but they're studies. And I fortunately did save those. So I have them in a flat file. It's a flat file. It, there are those big uh, files that are, you know, like not very deep, but they're really big drawers for like architectural drawings. Oh, okay. Or like cookies, like cooling a lot of cookies at cooling once. Cooling a lot of cookies all at once. Okay. <laughs> That's a flat file. You never worried that like a hobo is going to steal all the cookies while they're cooling in your flat file sheet? I'm not worried about it because I close the garage door. Okay. It's not, it's not very cold in the garage. That, like in Arizona, if you tried to cool your cookies in the garage, it's not the garage work. is really like an oven. Yeah, it really is. Actually, you could just make the cookies in there. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just put some raw dough. You know, like you get some Ben and Jerry's uh, cookie dough ice cream. You let that melt, pull out all the cookie dough, then set those in the flat piles, and then you have cookies uh, 24 hours later. Yeah. Really, that is kind of just a delayed reaction sticky cookie factory, right? <laughs> Sticky cookies. You just put you put the Ben and Jerry, you 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 turn the Ben and Jerry's upside down, dump it out, right? So you just oh, get a little yeah, cone. Oh yeah, sure. You don't even then, have to sift yeah, it. Yeah, as it melts, the ice cream will distribute the little balls of cookie exactly. dough to different spots on the garage floor, where they will then spread out into delicious cookie shapes. Mm-hmm. We're really learning a lot about cookies today. Yeah, we are. I love cookies. Do you ever make cookies? I don't. Uh, we usually do buy some cookies. We usually have like ginger snaps. That's sort of the cookie for the house. But um, no, I haven't made cookies since I was a baker. Oh, yeah. You worked as a baker for a while. Mm-hmm. And that was the main job is making cookies every day. Did they sell a lot of cookies at that restaurant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they like specialize in cookies? Did you ever have to make pies? I made pies. I made cheesecakes. That was a regular thing. Uh, do you bake a cheesecake? You do. Um, unless it's like a chiffon, um, cheese or chiffon pie, like those are just like mixed. You bake the, you know, the dough and the, the crust, <clears throat> the crust of a cheesecake is usually just graham crackers. Yeah. With butter. Um, I also made quiches every day and bread. Did you, you make a quiche Lorraine? No, I don't know what that is. I don't either. I, it's a type of quiche, but I don't, I don't know what's in it. Did you eat quiche? I did eat quiche. I heard in the 80s that real men don't eat quiche. Really? What did you... What? 
Why, why my did you hear that? My introduction to the word quiche was quiche being used as a like as an insulting thing that an effeminate man would eat. Really? Yep. Quiche is really good. Yeah, it really is. It's like egg pie. Yeah. Both of the, yeah, like that's not a thing that a man wouldn't usually eat. Usually has bacon in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm. Bunch of cheese, a bunch of eggs. You know, like it's really a hearty meal. That is what a man eats. Roy, I know this is kind of a short show, but we're running a little low on questions. So do you mind calling it? Like like the time? Yes. Like when you call call someone's death, you pronounce it? Yep. This um, show died at 9.18 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh, so did my telephone. All right. It's over. Roy, I'm if somebody it. wanted to get some advice from us, how would they do that? They would go to the website, which is advicehotdog.com. There they can submit questions directly to you and me. Or if they prefer a longer method, you can send us questions to advicehotdog at gmail.com. You can also uh, tweet us at advicehotdog. You can give us a call at 769-218-9225. Or you can actually send us a postcard, which, again, any postcards always go to the top of the pile. That's uh, 1803 North 38th Street. Phoenix, Arizona, 85008. Roy, are you ready for the stinger? Yeah. F writes, stinger, quesadilla or fajitas? And then he writes, wait, that's not how a stinger works. I guess I'm just hungry. Quesadilla. Quesadilla, absolutely. I always think, you know, fajitas are a thing that you would think that I would really like that I would think that I would really like because I like assembling my own food I like having a variety of things in individual containers to eat individually but mm -hmm. I never want fajitas I'm always afraid I'm gonna burn myself why do they have to bring them out all sizzling why do they do that it's the sound it's a sizzling sound because they sell more fajitas to other people they do that's, well, that's why. ridiculous but why would they are... put me at risk why would they put me at the risk of burning my delicate beautiful skin my money mm, maker roy exactly um my well, skin is insured through lloyd's of london so i'm not really worried about it mm -hmm. your skin all over or just on your hands all over huh roy i eat with my whole body <laughs> okay i really get into it do you? Yeah. You know how you can do that thing where you eat sushi off of a naked woman? Mm -hmm. I eat all of my meals that way, except it's off it's of my you? own naked body. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Really, I just eat a lot of TV dinners sitting on my couch naked. <laughs> Were you um, a Lunchables kid? Did you have those? I was more of a Lunchables adult. Oh, really? Yeah. I ate a lot of Lunchables when I was like working at the movie theater, like say when I was like 20. Right, and it was next to a grocery store. Yeah, so, so I would just, just go, go get, get I would one. just go get a Lunchable. Now, my recollection, because as a kid, I really wanted those, right? And my parents wouldn't buy them for me uh, because they're a waste of money. Yeah, it was a very bad deal. It's like getting some really bad lunch yeah, it's meat like and some bad quality, right? Really bad cheese and some like you know whatever crackers. So like the money is in the package, not the actual contents. Yeah. The, oh. You know, the preparation, like, it, they're sized correctly, like, but I mean, you could buy, like, a thing of Cracker Barrel cheese mm -hmm. and some uh, ham medallions. <laughs> you can just cut them. You, just get you know what you can do is you use cookie cutters and you cut the Ooh, shapes you make some little snowmans. Ham. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could, and then you can make pieces of toast that were shaped like snowmans and then you have snowman lunchables. That's awesome. All right. This is what we should do. Yeah. You should start making snowman sandwiches or snowmanwiches for your daughter 
to take to her to her lunch. I will as soon as I can get her to eat a sandwich. Yeah, I really can't. She's not a sandwich person. She won't do it. She won't eat ketchup either. Well, that's just salsa. That's just rational. Is it not eating ketchup? Oh, ketchup is gross. You think ketchup is gross? Yeah, I don't like it. Well, she won't eat any sauce. Like it's not just that. She won't try any of the sauces, and she. Like she associates it with things that grown-ups eat, and she's not interested, such as uh, other things are coffee and rice. So well, whenever she fixes any sort of play food for us, it's coffee rice. Just co- like rice cooked in coffee, something I don't know. Well, that I don't know. How she's good. preparing. It. Maybe she thinks that soy sauce is coffee. No, she knows that coffee is coffee. I keep trying to get her to drink it, and she won't. You'll stunt her growth, Roy. She's already tiny. What's the big deal? Yeah, I guess that's true. It'll keep her young. Mm-hmm. You stay young if you're only three feet tall, right? I think you do. I think that's how it works. It's size. Yeah, Warwick Davis is thousands of years old. <laughs> By staying short, it allows him to live a really long time. Sure. I think he will. Do you think he'll be in the new uh, Star Wars? Oh, I don't know. As Wicket? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, no, they probably won't go back. I don't know the lifespan of Ewoks. Yeah, it's probably only like a few weeks. They're like fruit flies. Uh-huh. I mean, fruit flies, I think, only live a few hours. But like... I learned that mosquitoes live two months. Man, fuck those things. Yeah, and they'll stay in your room and then bite you. I hate them. What a butthole. What I if, hate them so what much. What if sometimes the reason you can't get rid of a cold is because a mosquito drinks some of your blood while you have oh, a cold. and And then just you? fucks around for two months and then gives you back your own cold. You know, I I would be fine if they just drank my blood. Why do they ha- have to also make it itch? I'm not I'm not into that. I think the scientists of the world are pretty much agreed that we could kill all the mosquitoes and the world would just be better. Mm-hmm. There is no purpose that they serve really? that benefits anyone or anything. Well, spreading disease is an important job, right? I mean, I guess they're they're good for the disease. Uh huh. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to spread disease. The scientists themselves, you could employ a lot of scientists by having them go around with syringes and just pull blood out of one thing and put it into another thing. Plus, maybe you'd make some cool hybrid animals that way. Uh You don't know. That sounds like a great summer internship. Yeah, just pulling blood out of things and putting it into other things. Mm -hmm. You just like, you know, it's like a mission (laughs) that you go on. Like, oh, I went to San Francisco and I just started pulling blood out of dudes and injecting it into other dudes. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe you'll get a better immune system. That's true. It's like eating dirt. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. Lots of Ugnot talk. That sounds like a great radio call-in show. Hello, you're on Ugnot talk. <laughs>